can't believe this is going out on the internet. Oh, Chris, you know what? Man, I love movies so much that right now I wish I could scream it in the version of a theme song. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, this is Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are bringing two movies from you out there in the movie watching world where you can sit there, watch them, have a good time. Mm -hmm. We're going to review them just for you. First, we got to talk about the reboot, the remake, the extendation. It's a sequel. I I would say a sequel to the movie. It's a sequel to a prequel to the prequel of the sequel. Well, it's a sequel to be somebody do the world or you do with it do the world do America do America yeah do America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's Beavis and Butthead do the universe uh, first starring in this movie or lending their voice to it is of course the guy who created all created Beavis and Butthead King of the Hill the one the only Mike Judd Mike Judge that's what I said okay <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Let's go over to Stuart's house and burn something. <laughs> no, dumbass. Let's become one of those stand-up chameleons and make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> money rules. <laughs> We're there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's from like uh like the one that for like like first season of Beavis and Butthead right like from like nineteen ninety two nineteen ninety three I had to get I had to get one of them where they're like doing the because you know the first time they ever did that mm-hmm. it was War Pigs you oh know yeah that? yeah 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 I think so Man, it's like between the two of them were like anyway that's Iron Man isn't it yes okay. Um, also in this movie is Gary Cole. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Um, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too, okay? We uh, lost some people this week, and uh, we need to sort of play catch-up. Thanks. So um, I'm glad you picked that one, because it's also another Mike Judge movie, because he wrote directed yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I chose that. And plus, I mean, who doesn't know Gary Cole from being? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why we all know him. Lumbug fu- so you can say you know from another movie. Uh, Matt Faxon is in this as well. Because I believe in you. I mean, look what you did here. You got your ass handed to you and you came back strong. No one's ever wanted to invest in me. Well, you deserve it. And besides, I've come to hate your mother so much that I really want to stick it to her. <laughs> but no one's ever hated my mom with me before. <laughs> From the Connors, right? Yeah, yeah, from the Connors. The guy also has like a huge, yeah. huge uh, the Thors of yeah. 
everything he's done in his life. But man, that, that I mean, that's what he's done recently. Yeah. Have you watched the Connors? Uh, no, man, I'm not, I'm not a Connors guy. Oh, I know, I know. You should watch the Connors because okay. it's not Roseanne. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, Andrea Savage is in this movie. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but a cha-cha-cha-cha, right? I give it a cha-cha. A couple cha-chas. Sure. You guys are so dumb. You're so stereotypical. Yeah, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, Gavin Rosdale. Ethan Hawke. Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Okay. Katie came very highly recommended. Was it by a penis? Was it by a formerly flaccid husband penis that's now found a reason to live again? No, by my neighbor. Oh, by your neighbor's penis. You should really get the list of all her penis references. I'm sure it's a who's who of penises, obviously. <laughs> That's from I'm Sorry. If you've never seen I'm no, Sorry, literally go go watch that. Sounds, yeah. oh, sounds me funny. And my wife, me, yeah, me and my wife, uh, me and my wife, uh, like literally watched that like nonstop when that show came out. That's good. Like, uh, yeah, we 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 binged it like a mofo. Uh, also in this film is uh, Chai Mc, uh, McBride, uh, Carlos Alisarica. From uh, uh, Rio, 9, Rio 911 fame. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Suzanne Bennett, um, Mary Birdsong. Okay. I mean, Krista, uh, Krista Dimitopoulos does a voice in it. So it's Tig Nataro, uh, yeah. Jamil Yang, Martin Starr. Just like, you know, people you've seen, you've seen everywhere, you know? At least, come, come I mean, it's literally the the who's who mm-hmm. of comedy in this, and that's Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Then the big sexy movie of the week, the one, the only, so nice. They named him twice, Elvis. Elvis, starring the one, the only, uh, probably one of the greatest. I mean, if if you're in the generation that we live right now, and you do not know this man's movies, I feel sorry about everything that you do in existence. But Mr. Tom Hanks. On the day of my judgment, when I stand before God, and he asks me why did I, did I kill one of his true miracles? What am I going to say? That it was my job. It's my job. You tell God the Father, it was a kindness you done. From the fucking Green Mile, dude. So good. Green fucking mile. I wanted to pull, put that. I wanted to put the whole clip in there. It's just, it's just that we had to highlight Tom Hanks in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like literally, like there, there are so many movies I did. I went through. Like I, I, I looked at Big Money Pit, Joe versus the Volcano, Man with uh, the Red Shoe, Philadelphia. Like, so many different yeah, yeah. of the classics that he did. That I was just like, okay, it has to be Green Mile. I have to find a Green Mile. So fucking good that movie. Also in this movie, playing the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley, Austin Butler. You don't know how many times I've come to the Elk Creek and tried to talk to you. I know. I heard you. Then why didn't you answer me? There was nothing I could say. How about goodbye? Yeah, uh, I mean that—that's. 
<laughs> I guess that's that's the generic Chronicles. I was actually a fan of that show. Oh, I actually yeah? watched okay. all of it. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I read, uh, I think the first three books of that series. Where did it come out? Um, where where did it air on? What was it what station? Yeah, it was MTV. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it aired on MTV, and I was like, really? And the reason I started watching it was because of Monu Bennett. Hmm. Monu Bennett was at a comic con in Kansas City, and. Uh, I got to hang out with him and have drinks with him one night. And uh, we just had a blast. And then he told me about this upcoming show. And I kind of liked it, to be honest. It was cool. It was like a, you know, mystical, like a D&D kind of world. And I, I was really a big fan of it. And then, it, like, the second season just kind of went, Bow! Sorry, Austin. <laughs> um, yeah. well, who else in this movie, dude? Also, as well, the wonderful, the beautiful Olivia Dijon, I want to say. Yeah, Dijon. Thank you. This is great. Uh, we'll come back to that. Right now, I want to talk about something else. I know it happened a long time ago, but what happened on the day Mom left? She won't tell me. Did she do something? So that's from The Visit, 2015's The Visit. I saw that with my wife, and then we freaked her oh. the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the, the first movie that, um, that in my Shyamalan came back, and he didn't really put his name on it, and everyone people liked him, like, oh, yeah, he can make good movies again, <laughs> because it's like the movie after Avatar. <laughs> yeah. So many people can make that movie. I love that movie. I thought it was a great movie when it came the visit, out. The Visit's great, um, yeah. The Visit's good. The enemy. David Winham is in the next uh, clip. The enemy. His sense of duty was no less than yours, I deem. You wonder what his name is. Where he came from. If he was really evil at heart. What lies or threats led him on this long march from home? You'd not rather have stayed there. In peace. From the Lord of the Rings, right? Lord of the Rings? That's fair, man, dude. Seriously? It's, it's, dude. You don't watch Lord of the Rings ever? I've, I've watched it like three times, maybe. All the way through. It's also stars uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Gary Clark Jr. is in this shit. Uh, Yolo's in it. Uh, I didn't realize Gary Clark was in this, so I shouldn't remember that. Anyway. It's got lots of people in it, but there's these we've been to the main people that are in it. But um, yeah, those are the movies. Elvis and uh, we used to do America or do the universe. Well, uh, so we we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> um, I know. I mean, uh, I mean, he was really good. I wanted to put Helen Thomas, yeah, uh, as the next one because she plays uh, Elvis's mother. But finding a clip for her was like I, I literally tried forever. Yeah. And I just couldn't find a good it's speaking right, part for her. It's right. But uh, and then I saw David Winham, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Farmir, yeah. fucking Lord of the Rings." And we got geeky followers, so we get you know got to go with that. You can find us on online movies on Sub.net. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash movies on Sub Podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NTS Podcast. Twitch at NTS Podcast. You can send us an email movies on Podcast at gmail.com or info movies on Sub.net. Uh, we also have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash Movies Don't Suck. If you guys want, like, you know, shirts with their faces on it, 
uh, go to bonfire.com slash movies on sucking some they do. And, uh, and other shirts, too. Not just shirts with our face on it. And there's other stuff, like stuff that Neil makes and puts it on there. Uh, at, you can find bonfire movies on sucking some they do. And uh, we're in all places to find podcasts. Also, um, go to WTM.net to see Neil, or have Neil, listen to Neil talk about wrestling with Mark Radley, because uh, you, you just did an episode with him, right? Uh, yeah, I just did, like, a podcast yesterday yeah. morning with him yeah. and another guy, and we had a great yeah. time. You're on a few episodes of so go back to WTM.net, look at Mark's show, and listen to Neil talk about wrestling. <laughs> so... I like talking about wrestling. I'm really good at it. I'm yeah. kind of a historian. There's like three things I'm a historian on. Can, mm-hmm. Or four things. There's four things I'm a historian on. Wrestling? Can you name them all? Wrestling? Yep. You know, with movies? Are we doing that too? Movies, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what are the other ones? I don't know the two. Comic books? Oh, yeah, comic books, yeah. And music. Okay, well, I'm, 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 I'm up there with music in a different way, though. I don't know if you are. <laughs> mm. I don't know if you are, Chris. Mm. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Of course you are. <laughs> you have your own. If you don't know, Chris has his uh, other podcast, which is called Record Night, yeah. and it is really good. Yeah, uh, I don't think they haven't done an episode in 14 years. No, I put one out today, and but, we, uh, we put one out today, and uh, there'll be another one out next week, a full length one. We've been doing a lot of new release episodes because stuff's been coming out. We've been listening to it, talk about. It. But we have a full length coming out probably next Thursday. Um, it's gonna be it's a we do a theme each episode. Are you gonna be naked? I, I'm never naked. I want to do that. I gotta be cold. My co-host doesn't. You gotta be naked. Be right. naked. All right. Um, but um, uh, who's our sponsor today? Or who are we talking about? When? Oh yeah. Today, uh, we're gonna give another shout out to a wonderful small business here in the wonderful Tulsa area. Dragon Lily Dispensary. Yes, Dragon Lily Dispensary is one of the best dispensaries in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you get yourself some weed, if you want to, or medical <laughs> marijuana, I guess I should say. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. Legally say obtained medical marijuana. <laughs> Legally obtained uh, medical marijuana. Let me tell you about Dragon Lily. Everything you need in a dispensary and a smoke shop, whether it's a quick in and out or just looking for some place to get out of the house, they have you covered. Come in and hang out with them at your friends at Dragon Lily. It's located at 8054 South Yale Avenue, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74136. Uh, their store hours are from 10 a.m. to midnight. Fuck so, yeah. I mean, even if you have a late <laughs> night fucking you know, fiend for to get out to get the pots. You need to do that. If not, yeah, I, got I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you because, like, literally, it's it's my favorite place to go. Because here, let me show you. All right, so here's your little symbol. Oh mm-hmm. my god, yeah, isn't that an awesome symbol? It reminds me of like, like going to like yeah, a, yeah, like, cool. a, like a like a D place, like an old like like a like an old castle. You know? Yeah. You're talking about an old like this is this that's Rob the owner. Hi Rob. He's just hanging out, and, and that's his. Uh, he has a back area where he can now have bands and oh, stuff nice, like that. Neat. Play. That's awesome. And he's gonna do like a little smoke area. Yeah. Where people can hang out. Is he, is he drinking a liquid death there? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I think so. Okay. I mean, he's a. What are you doing, man? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> And uh, also on top of that, also on top of that, here here here's the general manager, and, and look at that, look at that. Where can you go with a jar full of joints? 
That's a jar cool. full of joints. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. But and then uh, and that's Jamie and uh, I think that's uh, oh my gosh, uh, gosh I can't remember her name. I, I know her name, but I'm gonna feel like I say it wrong. But that's what the bar looks like. That's where I hang out. That's awesome. That. That's awesome. I like that. It's, it's like going into a bar bar, but you're in a weed bar. <laughs> Is that not the greatest thing in yeah, the world? That's cool, man. I like that. Uh, I, yeah. I, uh, when I come down there next, we should uh, pay a visit. So usually usually I hang out about that second seat in. That okay. second seat, right about that second seat. Yeah, that's where I, I sit right in the middle. Okay. I, I think I've pretty much become the norm of that of that dispensary. So uh, uh, really next, right time, next time I come there, I'll come up there with you. Oh, dude, next time you come up here, yeah, I'll definitely take you in. Okay, awesome. I'm sure that they'll be more than happy to meet you, too. And they'll, they'll be like, cool, let's go get super high out back. I'll be like, maybe. I mean, <laughs> no, no, we will. We will. That's okay. just the way it goes. When you go to Dragon Lily Dispensary, you got to get super high. I mean, at, at least high on the supply you buy or high well, on the supply they well, have. Well, I mean, I like, uh, by the way, uh, I... You know, I, I'm from Kansas, so so I can't I can't access those things because it's illegal. Oh yeah, I forgot how much Kansas sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, I but, lived in Kansas for like what, like uh, a year. You lived in, you lived in Kansas City for more than a year, dude. No, no, no. I lived in Kansas City. Oh, okay, I lived in Missouri. Okay, Kansas, Kansas like, state. Okay, fuck the state of Kansas. <laughs> Fuck all of Kansas! I'm going to motherfucking Missouri. Yeah, and but but not can't but, but apparently abortion still you here is still legal in Missouri. The true law went into effect. So I mean, things are weird like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you never know. Uh, podcast is not politics though. You know what the podcast is about? Uh, are we talking about politics? Why are you talking about politics every I time know. I get a conversation with you? Oh, uh, every but, time. But but first time. But we're not talking about politics. We're talking about what. Movies and those are the first first thing we were talking about. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. So, 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 wait a minute. I got some comments okay. from the people from Dragon Lily going okay. on right now. Okay. And said, uh, one, we're losers. Uh, two, how dare you? Uh, three, it's a weed bar for when it becomes legal. Nice. Uh, free pro pre rolls for Friday, and of course, we'll be happy to. Oh, meet thanks, you. Claire. And we love you, Neil. But they spelled my name. I know really that too. Wrong. <laughs> it's okay. It's it, it's I, I I get it. I before E and less after C. And, but that's but bullshit though. That, 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 yeah, that, that's bullshit. That, but that whole that like there's so many so many instances of that not being the case. Like yeah. weird is spelled like my name being one of them. Yeah, because I'm Irish. And then the word I weird is yeah you know whatever. Whatever. Oh, oh, oh! It wasn't even Claire that spelled it wrong. It was Jamie. So we gotta, we gotta talk about how Jamie fucked okay. up my name. All right, Jamie. I'm. Uh, it's spelled N E I U I L. It's N E I L. What the fuck, Chris? Sorry. I, I, uh, oh, oh uh, one second before we go into the movies, I do have to say this. So, your birthday was like a month ago, mm-hmm. right? It was yeah. uh, June eighth, June ninth, ninth. All right. So the week before your birthday, I have been working on a gift for you mm-hmm. that was supposed to be there like the week of. And when it gets to you, and it should be coming between uh, the next uh, 10 days, okay. finally, yeah. I got someone to make what I want for you for your birthday. Um, it's going to be coming. I, I think you're going to love it. Okay. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it. It's uh-huh. going to be a great time. 
Um, but I just want you to know, when you get that gift, I'm going to tell you the whole story okay. of how long I've been working on that. The Odyssey, yeah, the Odyssey on it. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. That, I know that really week. Cool. That week that we actually did that podcast, you were having a fucking hard week. You were, you were just like feeling like shit. So. I'm, I'm, glad um, you, I'm glad you're feeling better. The world is a hard world, Chris, and yeah. sometimes you have to go through it, and you got to try your best. Um, and it's just the way it is. But you know what? At this point, I feel like it's a movie podcast. It is. We should talk about movies. All right, let's talk. Let's about- talk about Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Okay, uh, directed by John Rice and Albert, Albert Caleros. Um, they've done stuff like they mostly work on animated stuff. I know Albert. Words on Disenchanted and stuff like that, American Dad. Yeah. Um, this is written, of course, by Mike Judge, uh, story screenplay, and uh, uh, also guy Max Tone Graham and Lewis Morton will help write it. This stars Mike Judge as Beavis, Butthead, Van Dryson, Smart Beavis, Smart Butthead, Old Beavis, Old Butthead, Empress Beavis, and Empress Butthead. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> also, this stars Gary Cole as Madison. Hello, Peter. What's happening? We got Nate Thaxton as Jim Hartson. Because I believe in you. I mean- uh, also, uh, Andrew Savage as Serena Ryan. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but a cha 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 cha. Also, Carlos uh, Carlos as Aquarius, a uh, flight specialist Valdivia. Um, this also stars uh, voices like uh, Tignataro doing the Professor and uh, Jimmy O Yang being flight specialist Jung and Martin Starr being corrects officer and a couple other people. It's got all kinds of funny people in it. But uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? Oh, man, is there a storyline? Man, you're never ready every time I say it. You're (laughs) you're never there. (laughs) After a creative judge sentences them to space camp, a black hole sends our adolescent heroes 24 years into the modern future where the duo misuse iPhones, embark on a quest to score, and become targets of the deep state. So this is just a continuation of that movie and and show that aired all those years ago. Um, And I don't know what it was about. I like this movie. But there's just so much more that's better out there. You know, you know why you know why you like it. Uh, I'm going to tell you why you like it. Uh-huh. All right. So I read up on this movie, of mm-hmm. course, after we we got done watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, after I watched it and stuff, and it's because unlike other reboots in this day and age, this is not a reboot, but a reboot in the sense that it's a continuation. Yeah, it's a sequel. He didn't change the formula. No. He didn't change what made Beavis and Butthead Beavis and Butthead. They, you know, for half the movie, they're like, we're, you know, oh, we're going to score. We're going to score. It's going to be cool. Yeah, shut up, Beatrice. So, so, you know, so, like, so uh, real quick, if you were Beavis and Butthead, who would you be? I'm Butthead. I'm Beavis, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. All right. There we go. <laughs> Actually, when I was a kid, when they came out, because uh, I was like 12, uh, 11, 12 years old. I was younger. It's like um, five. My mother used to call me Butthead and my friend Jeremiah Beavis because he was a blonde haired guy. <laughs> so it just so happened to work that way. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this movie worked on a level, like, literally, this is a good movie to get stoned and watch. Like, you know, have drinks from your friends, get stoned, get fucked up, watch Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Because literally what this is, after reading about it, is it's an introduction to Beavis and Butthead again, because now they're going to do a series on Paramount Plus, now that Paramount Plus has this all, uh, you know, we're going to do things streaming on our platform. South Park's on there, too, man, like, like... Yeah. yeah, South Park's on there, Star Trek's on there, Paramount Plus came out uh, with their platform, like, swinging for the fucking fences. And by any means, uh, this was a funny movie. Yeah, it was funny. I mean, by any means, it's toilet humor, it, it's fucking beavis and butthead. Don't go in there thinking you're gonna fucking see the goddamn, you know, uh, next Fight Club or... Godfather <laughs> or Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, you know, don't think you're going to go in there and watch this fucking great movie that changes the existence of man no, and it, woman. It's a silly, funny movie. That's what it is. Yeah, it's just a, this is a movie to get stoned, get fucked up, get, or, or just to be there in a, in a good mood and going with a, an attitude like, oh yeah, these guys are two bumbling idiots from, where are they from? Highland, Texas. They're from Texas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, that's why you're Beavis, because you're from Texas. Now that makes a lot of sense. Are you, are you like, are you, like, were you and your twin brother, like, Beavis and Butthead? Uh, no, actually, when I grew up, uh, MTV was not in the in my home until I was, like, 16. I knew Beavis and Butthead, but uh, I I wasn't allowed to watch it because I was five years old, and I'm not allowed to watch it. So... <laughs> You know, you're reminding me of our age difference. Fuck you. That's okay. <laughs> but uh, no, but no, like I, I, have watched all these. Like when it, I've watched it all by now, and uh, it's it makes me wonder about kids today, Gen Z. Are they gonna get this? I don't know, but is it made for Gen Z? No, it's made for you and me, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think it's made for us uh, Gen X millennials. Yeah, you know yeah. the you know that cusp of yeah, that area. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like me, I want to be the president of the United States, but uh, I'm guessing that's never going to happen. Yeah, just yeah, it's just yeah. It, instead, we're sitting on our couch watching Beavis do the universe. We're, we're watching Beavis and Butthead in the middle of the day or the night or whatever time we watch this. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, halfway through, I sparked a doob, and I was like, yeah, you know, because it's Beavis and Butthead. How can I not review this movie I did without not. it being I was without? A, I was Stone Cold Sober the whole time. Well, you know, like, you knew me. I watched some movies. Always the first time I tried to be Stone Cold Sober when watching them. Uh, just so I can watch it, Judge. But this, like, the. How, can, how are you sober watching Beavis and Butthead? Okay, this is, I mean, I started the first 10 minutes, and then I was like. No, I probably need to smoke a little bit. Halfway (laughs) through, okay. But the tagline for this movie is the dumbest science fiction movie ever made, which, yeah, it's stupid as fuck. I agree. I agree. But it was funny because it was still the the same hijinks. mm -hmm. And I mean, to be honest, to write this stupid, it takes a level of intelligence to write the stupidity. My my judge is genius. Like, we'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean,. If not, Beavis and Butthead, I mean, he also, of course, did uh, uh, King of the Hill. And uh, isn't he a big part of, um, uh, what's the name of it, uh, Disen, uh, Disenchantment? No, I, I, I know the director was. I right? mean, but 
Yeah, maybe the director was. But, I mean, Mike Judd has been a huge part of the sense of humor that our generation has. Mm. And it's just the way it is. I mean, did you own a Beavis and Butthead shirt at any time in your life? I don't think so. You might have, though. Oh, uh, uh, you're weird. You're weird. Uh, I mean, he also created Silicon Valley. Like, like, don't forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he created some good pieces of art. Um, and then on top of that, he's got two kids that are so dumb that they just want to score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, score. So, yeah. And one of my favorite lines ever from Beavis and Butthead, I need cornholio. I need TP for my bumhole. My boss at work calls <laughs> like, this. My, my boss at work, his nickname for me is Hoyo. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chris. Really? Yeah, I don't know why he does do, do that. We need, do, we need, do we need to come beat up your boss? No, my boss is awesome. I, I like my supervisor quite a bit. But, um, but yeah, we had that team chat, and he's like, see, Holyo, get on that. I'm like, on it. <laughs> so, um. Gosh. But he has these so for, bad, he has things for everyone else. Like, we have a guy named Larry. He calls him Hellback. <laughs> and, um, we have a, we have a, someone else he calls Pyrrhic, because if you p- take out the uh, space. It's just a prick. Anyway, um, but uh, uh, this movie, uh, it it's like the other movie, really. I mean, to put it the best way, like, like literally, this what what it, this is. It's just to bring Beavis and Butthead to twenty twenty two, so they can make a show. Yeah, it's funny. I like this movie quite a bit. It's very very, very funny. Um, like we said, it's not it's not going to change the world. It's not going to do... Uh, no, no. It is what it is. All right, so let's get to some quotes yeah. and uh, move on from... Hello, I'm Butthead, and this is... Yeah, and I'm Beavis. Anyway, um, did we win the science fair? Even better, we kicked its ass. <laughs> he said, touched. <laughs> Dude, Beavis, the government are about to train our schlongs. <laughs> I think the floor is broken. It's going to be one giant leap for our schlongs. Yeah, for all mankind. <laughs> I don't want to die in a butthole. I have dreams about it all the time. Your password is password. How original. <laughs> Notre Dame is losing to Alabama 17 to 10. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a Notre Dame fan. How could I not? Yeah. Um, I'm just spanking the monkey. <laughs> Let's get out of here before we learn something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a slut at our house that's going to do it with us. Step aside, please. We have white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cornholio, and I need TP for my bumhole. Of course, I wrote that down. So yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. No man is fine while one bunghole is chained. <laughs> hey, butthead, I heard you put your thingy in a girl's thingy. We were supposed to score, and instead, we got... Books. <laughs> Why 
Why is it always a guy with a van? Our little dance of seduction is complete. Oh my God, they're just too horny and very, very stupid teenagers. Okay, is that it? That's it. All right, um, my score in this, uh, 3.9. I like this movie, it's very funny. Uh, but it's, again, it's just, I, I, there was something, mm, 3.7. There was something about that that didn't hit me in the right way, and I don't know what it was. I mean, excuse me, but, uh, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, watch. I mean, it was a fine movie. I just, um, you know, I wanted a little bit more, but to be honest, it's beavis and butthead. Yeah, what what well, more do I want? Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's nothing ex- explicitly wrong with it. Just You know what I wanted? A zombie, a Rob Zombie drawn trippy. Oh, part. you wanted that. Yeah, I understand. You wanted more of that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you guys like beavis and butthead, there's plenty for you like here. It's just. It's more the same, which is fine. It's it's nice to have him back, I guess. So, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah. so what's your score on yeah. this? Mine's three point seven. Which um, I'm gonna go with, uh, near you. I, I'll go three point eight. It was funny. Take a shot. It guys. made me laugh. Take a shot. Take a shot. And our drinking game. That means you take a shot. Yeah. Everybody, take a shot. 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 Point shot. one off. From Everybody. <laughs> So, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I love, I liked it. Okay. I think they tried. <laughs> um, um, my, my thing is just the fact that I'm really, really wanted to see something trippy again. I wanted them <laughs> to do peyote in the desert again. I guess maybe that's just me. You want more drugs um, is what you're saying. <laughs> I wanted more drugs. Okay. Uh, now. Is it okay to want more drugs in a movie? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Uh, so uh, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I want you to go ahead and guess the audience score for this movie. Oh shit! Fuck, cunt, motherfucker. Um, gosh, I'm gonna say seventy-two. Eighty-six percent. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. They liked it. People what? liked it. Wow. So what is the big? I mean, Craig score for. Be somebody do the universe. So, like forty-eight. Is that, I mean, you that your guess? guess? Is that your guess? It's forty-eight. Yeah, forty-eight. Ninety-five percent. Yeah. Ninety-five. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! The critics gave this a ninety-five percent. I gotta hear this bullshit. Fart knockers beware! Be somebody are back, and they're just as stupid, hilarious, or hilariously stupid as ever. So, uh, you know, critics that grew up on this. They have a soft spot for Beast and Butthead, obviously, and so it's just it's just nice to have him back. Does it? Is it really though? They think so. so. Is it good to have him back? Yeah. Are we dumbing down America? I just want to know: with Beavis and Butthead, are we dumbing down America? Of course we are. But I remember there when I was go. growing up, they were like the boogeyman. They were gonna make everyone stupid. Do you remember that? Like the the people were like just so upset by him, but. Uh, now, now there's shit on the TV that's way worse than us. Um, so here we are. That that was me. So I did the universe. Uh, do you have news for us? Are we here? Yeah. Where are we at? We're done. We're for the. Are we anybody? Is anybody really here? Are we in a different time zone? Are we in a different level? What is our existence? Where are we at? 
This is the Movies Don't Suck and Something New. So I'm going to tell Chris a bunch of information he doesn't know and act like he cares. All right, what you got for me, Ben? Wait on me. I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. First and foremost, I don't know how I, I, I feel about this. What's going on? Howard Stern teases a role in Dr. Doom movie during his hot mic moment. Is it? Okay, cool. Is he going to have a role, big role, small role? What's his deal? Is he in Private Birds 2? Is that what he's doing? The radio personality seems to be collaborating, collaborating reports of Dr. Doom appearing in the MCU and mentions phone calls to Robert Downey Jr. for acting advice. They're going over the schedule to me, and it's going to suck. I told you I'm going to do Dr. Doom. That's the thing. But I believe I'm fucking miserable about it. I called Robert Downey Jr. and I was asking him acting techniques. Was he, he did a movie called Private Parts, though. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, you know, wake up. Yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, dude. Do I remember fucking Private Parts? <laughs> yeah, dude. I owned it on VHS and DVD special edition. Quick, quick question. Um, Dr. Doom. Who is, of what superhero group is he the main, like, main villain of? If you had to pick, like, like you know, like how Joker is main villain of Batman. Dr. Doom is... Fantastic Four. So, they're making a Dr. Doom movie before they make a... Reed Richards. Okay. Are they making... I don't know. Oh, fuck, we dude. We don't know. We don't know. But he said, he said he was going on schedule with them, so obviously Dr. Doom's coming, and Howard Stern has something to do with it. Do you want John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic? Yes, but then, um, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, it said that that was just fan service. Oh. Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, makes me sad. Kevin Smith says Mallrats 2 is probably going to end up at Peacock. Okay. Peacock, cock, cock. Peacock, I want to see your peacock, cock, cock, cock. Your peacock, cock, cock. Your peacock, cock, cock. Your peacock, cock. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith, uh, Mallrats is, Mallrats is one of his infamous movies in the trilogy, and supposedly Peacock is buying out the rights to his next script for Mallrats too. Cool, right? That's that's boring. right. That's, what do you think about that? That's neat. We'll do that. And we'll watch that. I mean, I, I I like Kevin Smith, but like I haven't seen Tusk. I haven't, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. I, I is is I was stuff since he did the Smartcast stuff. I haven't really watched it, so I need. I guess I need to get up on that though. Right. Yeah. Um, also about that in the same interview, Kevin Smith says Clerks Three trailer will be coming next week. Oh, it's done, right? Clerks Three's done, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? I watch it. I watch Quirks too. Uh, Russell Crowe is going to star in the supernatural thriller The Pope's Exorcist. Julius Avery, the helmet behind World War II horror movie Overlord, will direct uh, the feature, which is eyeing a September start of production. We we watched Overlord and talked about it on the show. Yeah? Yeah. You remember that, right? We liked it. Yeah. So. I remember it. 
Yeah, I totally, of course. The yeah. ending was weird, though. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I liked all the, and I like the sequels, too. The what? Crow will, but, oh, of course, advertisement. <laughs> I'm reading stuff, and stuff came over my stuff. Crow World will show you the real-life figure, Father Gabriel Amorth, a pres- uh, priest who uh, acted as chief exorcist of the Vatican and who performed more than 100,000 exorcisms in his lifetime. 100,000? He passed away in 2016. So that, like, that's so many. You know, I, don't, I don't know if I've made $100,000 in my life, much that's less... A lot. Which was that? So, <sighs> you made a hundred thousand dollars in your life. You worked more than three years. Okay, dude. fine. I have. <laughs> I've worked more than three years. Amazon picks up the rights to the hot comic Eight Billion Genies. Creator Charles Soul and Ryan Brown will executive produce a feature adaptation. Although the streamer has plans far beyond just a movie. The comic is an eight-issue limited series. The first hit stores in May has a simple premise. What if every single person on the planet got a genie and one wish? That's an interesting concept. I'll watch that movie. Right? I'm interested. I, I want to see that movie. Uh, Little Mouse Sci-Fi Mystery gets star-studded casts, including Dennis Quaid and Isabel Furman. Are they really all stars though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are they really all stars? Dennis Quaid and the person Isabel, whatever, Fearman? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Isabel Fearman and Dennis Quaid will be playing leading roles, joined by David Talius, Josh Hutcherson, and Kira Allen. <laughs> Jonathan Sobel both wrote and directed the movie. Yeah, all stars. <laughs> Those who are all stars, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the headline says, and I don't believe it now. Yeah, after reading shit, it, here's dude. one that I was pretty excited about: Halloween three, Halloween three season of the witch uh-huh. is writing a production book about the film. The that, story that, behind the black sheep of the Halloween franchise is coming to a book form. Do you like season of the witch? Everyone likes it, right? Like it's it's the one how many didn't have anything to do with Mike Myers, but people like season of the witch. Are you? Wondering? Yeah, I mean, because originally Halloween was supposed to be uh, what they were going to do was, and the same thing with Friday the Thirteenth was supposed to be every story was going to every ep, every movie was going to be about something completely different. Okay, but they didn't do that. They just didn't mostly Mike Myers after and. No, they didn't do that at all. People were no, pissed, no, I guess. No. Like people were they're pissed. They're like, "Fuck that!" They we were like, that. "People were like, what about what about Mike Myers?" And they're like, "I guess we'll do another one." It's like, why, why, why? What's next, dude? Oh my gosh, <laughs> why? Uh, this one I added just because of my own place in the world of okay. where I live. Okay. The movie. Lightyear, mm-hmm. warning sign for gay kissing at Oklahoma Theater, sparking backlash. What's well, Oklahoma, dude? So <laughs> Oklahoma City, okay, Oklahoma City 
put up a sign that said, a warning attention parents, the management of this theater discovered after booking Lightyear that there is a same-sex kissing scene within the first 30 minutes of the Pixar movie. We will do all we can to fast-forward through the scene, but it may not be exact. We apologize. Uh, we apologize. Wait a minute. We apologize for an inconvenience this late discovery of the scene causes. I fucking didn't even remember the, the same-sex kiss in this movie. Why are people so freaked out about it? God damn. Fucking hate the US sometimes. I'm pretty, I'm yeah, pretty- conservative Christians, dude. What the fuck ever. Um I mean maybe that's making my audience shorter for saying that. Dude, but, dude, dude, I mean, honestly, point, I don't want guy, I don't want shitheads watching to listen to the podcast. They don't have to listen to the podcast. They're gonna listen to something else. They listen to Ben Shapiro or some shit. They don't have to listen to us. <laughs> but but like literally I have I grew up in an area that had Amish, had uh, Catholics, had uh, Protestants, uh, Jehovah Witnesses, all of the above. And guess what they thought about gay kissing? Not a goddamn thing. I'm just saying that. Bottom line. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Emma Roberts is joining the star-studded cast of Madam West, or Madam Web. I'm sorry, Madam Web, is which Madam is Web? about the entity. Madam Web, dude, I've told you about this like four <laughs> different times. Now. I don't think you have. Madam Web was uh, is like an entity in the Spider-Man universe. Okay. She controls okay. all the yeah. spider senses like that. Sown as an elderly mob with uh, neuromuscular disease that weakens skeletal muscles, who is connected to a life support system resembling a spider web. And like... In this movie so far is like a good list of people. I mean, you have now you have Emma Roberts, mm-hmm. uh, Dakota Johnson, Sidney Sweeney, uh, Christy O'Connor, Isabel Mercedes, and Tyra Rehan. And I mean, like, seriously, sounds like it'd be, I don't know. It's so many. They pay a lot of money for actors and fuck up movies all the time. I don't know. <laughs> like, all right, all right. how many movies has Sony fucked up? Uh well I mean right are you talking about bad movies like because they really fucked up Morbius big time uh like what four out of the six X Men uh, yeah <laughs> like, are they, uh, they going to redo like X Men is is, uh, is MCU is MCU do three out of the no wait a minute three out of the nine Spider Men and it's only because the end part like freaking uh you know that's you, when I mean. You like you like, came through. You like Spider Man one and two from the like the, the Tobey Maguire version, right? Yeah, yeah, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and I like Amazing Spider Man. That's fine, but they just didn't. Ethan Hawk, Pedro Pascal to start in Pedro Almodovar's answer to Brokeback Mountain. Cool. So Ethan Hawking after turning down Brokeback Mountain, will uh, Pedro will direct a romantic short film about two gunslingers coming together in the West. I'll watch that. I will. I will watch that definitely sure. All day long. Mm-hmm. All day long. You cannot compare Netflix will reunite. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Netflix reunites uh, the Russo brothers and Millie Bobby Brown for The Electric State. Chris Bratt is also going to start in as well. The Russo brothers will direct Millie Bobby Brown and The Electric State for Netflix. Now, 
the uh, electric state, an orphan teenager attempted to survive in a retro future set in a post-apocalyptic 1997. The electric state is the story of Michelle, who, accompanied by her toy robot, Skip, sets out across the western United States in a stolen car to find her missing brother. The synopsis for the source novel reads, Told in the Anxiety Melancholy, uh, spare prose and feature almost a hundred gorgeous full-color illustrations. Original Monster, uh, Monsters star is going to join the cast of the Rob Zombie reboot. That's right. The only guy, the only person still living from the original Monsters. Who's Butch that? Patrick, okay. a.k.a. Eddie Monster, will appear in the Rob Zombie's movie as the Tin Can Man. Who's playing Eddie? Who's playing Herman Munster? I don't know. Okay, I do know, but we're just going to move along. Okay, you were excited for that. You had to be excited <laughs> about that, right? Patrick. Aren't you excited about the, about the Munsters movie? Like, you I'm excited. I'm just, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid, Chris. I'm afraid. Because you love Rob Zombie and you love the Munsters, right? So to you, that that had to be something you're probably really excited about. Yes. Okay. Jason Swartzman joins the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Hmm. <laughs> I, 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 mm-hmm. I just laugh when I see his face. I don't know if you'll, I mean, maybe, right? Jason Swartzman? I mean. Swartzman will play uh, Lucky Felker, uh, Flickerman, the host of the 10th annual Hunger Games and Anchester to Caesar Flickerman, who's in the you know yeah. become the voice of Panama later, is played by Stanley Tucci um, in the original Hunger Games films. I see that working. I do. I see that working a lot, like well, really well. And last but not least, Chris, an actor is coming out of retirement to be an actor again. What's their name? Are you ready for this? Of course. Just lay it on me. I'm ready before it. That's this. Cameron Diaz is, she, is coming out of retirement. Did she retire? And going to be back in action. Yeah, she retired like fucking 10 years ago, you jackass. Uh, like, well, I thought last week she was like sex tape, right? With Jason Segel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like 10 years ago, bro. I mean, fuck, all right. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Cameron Diaz is out of retirement. We'll be back in action with Jamie Foxx. They're going to be Netflix's upcoming back in action is uh, Cameron Diaz's return to film post-retirement. What's the movie? <laughs> you just said, like, back like, in action. I just said it. That Okay. That, okay I that, said it. The name of the movie is back in action. That, that, that's a little too on the nose, right? Like, is it a movie about the movies out of retirement? Is that what the movie's about? The name of the movie is called Back in Action. Uh, it's her first movie since 2014's Annie remake. So it's been eight years. When she was... Eight years since she's acted. Yeah. Like I said, ten years. Fox confirmed the news on Twitter. Um, what's the movie? I mean, what's it about? Do you know anything about the... Is it like action comedy? Is it... What is it? 
you know? King motherfucker. Uh, Seth Gordon <laughs> is directing back in action. He and the neighbor screenwriter, Brendan O'Brien, penned the script. Fox is executive producing alongside O'Brien, Totaro, Turner, and Mick Menor. Um... Damn, it doesn't say anything else than that. Well, well, I guess is it? You said it's coming on Netflix or it's just coming out? I thought I heard something about Netflix. Yeah, I'll be on Netflix. I'll be on the flicks that's next. All right, cool. All right, is it the last one? Is that the last article? And that, that, that's it. That's it. That's all we got, bro. I'm sorry. There, there was a much better news this week. Right. It wasn't my fault. I did not create news. That's the news. Chris was disappointed in it, just like he was disappointed in your mother's lane techniques last night. Have a good time, and let's go to the last movie. All right, man. This big sexy movie this week, Elvis. Elvis is directed by Baz Luhrmann. You like Baz Luhrmann, right? Right. He did that Romeo and Juliet. He did Australia, the Great Gatsby. He did that. Uh... Everyone knows who he is. Moulin Rouge, I guess, is like everyone knows him for that. Um, and he did this big. Oh, are you are you there? <laughs> are you okay? Dude? No, I'm right here, dude. I'm <laughs> listening to everything you're saying. You're saying words. This story is uh, Tom Hanks is Colonel Tom Parker. On the day of my judgment, when I stand before God. Also, Austin Butler is the titular. Elvis. You don't know how many times I've come to the Elk Creek and tried to talk to you. Also, all of Olivia de Jong as Priscilla. This is great. Um, we'll come back to that. Also, uh, this also stars David Winham as Hank Snow. The enemy. His sense of duty was no less than yours, I deem. Also, Richard Roxburgh as Vernon. Kelvin Harrison Jr. as B.B. King. Cody Smith McPhee. From uh, the, you know, from uh, that movie. Um, Jimmy played Jimmy. Uh, from that movie that he did once. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Uh, also, this also stars uh Gary Carr Jr.'s people Boy up Yola, Sister Rosetta Tharp. I love Sister Rosetta Tharp, and um, Alden Mason as Little Richard. But why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one? Elvis follows the story of the infamous rock and roll star Elvis Presley seen through the eyes of his controversial manager, Colonel Tom Parker. The film explores Elvis Presley's highs and lows and the many challenges and controversies he received throughout his career. So first off, I'm going to say a few things. Uh, Don't Uh, don't interrupt me. (laughs) 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 Um, So... Uh, so Tom Hanks, he played Colonel Tom Parker. He uh, hammed it up more than I've ever seen him ham up stuff before. But you know that's the character, right? Uh, Austin Butler, fucking amazing, amazing, amazing. I, mean, I can't talk enough enough good things about Austin Butler. If this is, doesn't make him a star, I don't know. Well, he's amazing. He's an amazing uh, actor. Um, Boslerman, he made this so fucking fun and delicious by watching it like like the movie itself delicious did you say delicious i don't even know what that means it just it 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 was it was popping dude (laughs) right it was popping like everything like every okay the best scenes of this movie are when ellis is on stage 100 uh like like anytime he's performing that's when this movie excels right like 
Like, right. Uh, that's what I see. And I think that's when it's better. When anytime Elvis performing or singing or up on stage, that's when Boz Lerman can get the, uh, the good shit in this, right? Other than that, right. Other than that, mm, but every time Elvis is on stage, this movie is like one of the best movies I've seen this year. When he's off stage, it's I not. Mean, all right. So here's a photo of Elvis, or, or Austin Butler as Elvis. He's so right? tan. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's from Memphis. What What do you want? Okay. Right. There's Elvis. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Elvis. I didn't tell you this. There's Austin Butler. There's Elvis. Look how close they look. I need to tell you something real quick. And this, this okay. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. There's Elvis. Elvis, as we all know him. Guy sexy. <laughs> and there's Austin Butler as Elvis. Like, they even got the same lips. So weird. So, uh, Are you ready for this, though? Are you ready for this? You know why they have the same kind of lips? Because they're related? Oh, they're 16 cousins twice removed. Okay. Yeah, 16th cousins, Elvis's dad, Vernon, and Austin Butler's mom shares the common ancestry. I need to tell you something. This is made, This is what I was told by my family growing up. This may be bullshit, but apparently my grandmother went on a date with Elvis. Before you was famous. I, it can't be bullshit. It's all bullshit. She said that there, she was still wearing the pink suits and shit. That's when she went on a date with him before he was famous. And that, yeah, that makes sense. He was a manho back then. Yeah, and he was. Uh, he was also. He was also in Shreveport. He was, quite, a manho, he was in Shreveport quite a lot. Manho. That's where my grandmother grew up, Shreveport, Louisiana. So it's possible they, they were they they dated. That's what they the, dated, or did they bone? I don't think I'd know either way. I don't think I'd know. What did you ask grandma if they boned? I want to know if your your grandma boned Elvis. Oh, she's not gonna tell me that. She's. She's also kind of not all the way there anymore. So it's like, it's like, you know, but yeah, did you, did you, yeah. by the way, I have a question. Did you, did you, um, know the superhero in the, okay. The movie itself, it follows levels series all life. It's epic. goes back and forth. Told from the, from the view of Colonel Tom Parker, sort of, he was reading his story. He was reading a comic book. Did you recognize the character in the comic book? Did I recognize Captain Marvel Jr.? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, bro? I'm serious. Tell me. Tell me. He's been around All for right. So for years, uh Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel Jr. was actually more famous than Superman. Is Superman it? almost went out of print for years because Captain Marvel was more of uh of a uh a fan um um uh, Everybody loved him. Everybody loved <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of the word, and I just lost it. But uh, everybody loved Captain Marvel back in the day. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, the one of the first TV shows ever was a Captain Marvel radio show mm. uh, back in the day. And that's before Superman. So just think, back in the 50s, Captain Marvel was what Superman was later. The, you know? the, the, the 50s, Elvis was a kid in the 20s. You know, like, so, like... In the 40s okay. and the 30s okay. is when he would have been a kid. Because okay. guess what, Chris? Guess how old I am? You're 41. Yeah, I turned 42 this year. Mm. That's how long Elvis was on the planet Earth. Okay, all right. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't 100 years old when he died, guys. He was 42. Are you scared? My age. Did that wear you out a little bit? No, no, no. I just do more uppers than he does. Okay. And so it's fine. So, it's um, fine. That's how I counteract it. And so this follows Elvis in his personal life, too. He talks about his mom, talks about his dad, talks about his manager. 
<laughs> talks about his um, his struggle with fame, but th- like I was saying, not his struggle with just fame, but his um, struggle. I, I like all right. The reason I love this movie was oh, you love because it. you love it. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, one, it literally told how much Elvis took from black culture. Oh yeah. To become Elvis Presley. I love the, the fact that he's on uh, Beale Street and Memphis, and then he goes off to like. There, there's a part where he's at a like a, a, a revival where you can see where he gets his love for gospel, blues, jazz, like where he gets his love for music. That, um, be honest, formed every music that we listen to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Elvis. Uh, this movie did a really good job of showing where he got his shit from. You know, like, like, like uh, everyone thinks. You know, he he also goes to the Bill Street, goes to that club, hangs out with BB King, hangs out with Sister Rosetta Tharpe, hangs out with fucking Little Richard. And he's saying, "This is where I get this shit from." You know, like, and that was important. And I'm glad that movie showed that. You know that that that's no. I think it's the most important part because, to be honest, and and this is a thing, and. I mean, today a lot of people, or stuck-up people, I should say, uh, say that if you don't write your own songs and you're not an artist, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. Everybody borrows from everybody, always has, always will, and that's not just in music, that's in movies, that's in art. Any art form is borrowed, taken from, or thumped something else that you experienced or witnessed in your life. But there's always someone, that, there's always someone out there to do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was actually earlier today, and this is where this retrospect uh, or this uh, perspective comes from. I was talking to a guy from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him that I was about to go review a movie for Elvis. I go, which I was like, I don't know how my co host is going to think about it because he's a huge. M- music buff Bob Dylan who writes crappy songs kind of and some good Hold songs. On. But like um but you Hold know, the fuck down. Listen to my whole thought. Listen to okay. my whole thought before you judge about what I'm saying. My co host is a huge fan of Bob Dylan who wrote his own songs but has one of the worst voices in all of humanity. And that is not just me saying that. That is a public opinion. Yeah, yeah. His voice so is not great. Fucking bust me in the balls. His voice for that. is not great. But then we have Elvis Presley, who has one of the most beautiful, recognizable voices in all of musical history. No matter what you say, no matter, and, and it's not saying he's the best or he's the best band ever. Believe me, you have that argument to your blue in the fucking face. Believe me, there's so many bands I think that are better uh that wrote songs better than elvis presley but he did have a voice like a freaking angel and he made a lot of songs that white people uncultured people that were not in the black community would not know if it wasn't for elvis presley Right. So real quick, I want to mention about Dylan. His style is completely stolen from old old folk musicians. Like his early yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. his old I, stuff. I know his old. everything. And, and so the guy from uh, the guy from Jamaica. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say his name, but he he was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, said to me, he goes in Jamaica, man. If you sit there and you sing a song of another artist, he goes there. We take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We take it as 
you loved our stuff so much that you want to give your own version of that. Mm-hmm. And and not like in America, we're like, oh, you're singing my song? Oh, copyright, bitch. <laughs> you know, like, so um, I, it gave me a, a different perspective on Elvis when after I said that to him. Um, Austin Butler. Amazing, right? I forgot. I forgot. It was an actor. Yeah, that's a, that's fucking Elvis on screen, right? That's like fucking Elvis on screen. Um, Tom Hanks, the <laughs> the makeup, the makeup. I think it was. Yeah. Or, there was something about it that was kind of like eh, his his acting. It was really over the top. I guess lots of ham. <laughs> you know, it's the end of. But that that's fine. I I I don't. I feel like that. Boz Lerman. It's like. Do more, Tom. He's like, you want more? You really want more? Tom Bob's like, yeah, do more. He's like, I'll do more if if you want more. (laughs) So that's what happened. But uh, you agree with me that the best parts of this movie was Elvis performing? Uh, Not just Elvis performing. I thought um, going through the movie, learning different aspects, and I think it's because of the cinematography of the film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The cinematography of the film fantastic um shot made so it well. so beautiful so there's well. like parts where like elvis uh, or they're telling the story and then all of a sudden there's all these little pictures of things during that yeah. time era yeah. and they mixed in history with the biopic enough that made it just look great but the whole time you saw who the villain of elvis was we all know it we all knew it for years and it made it very apparent in this fucking movie. And it was always Colonel, uh, you know, Colonel Parker, Colonel Tom Parker. That guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he made money so he could make money off of Elvis. And to be honest, Elvis might still be alive today if it wasn't for that guy. The only, the only issue I had with this movie is how fucking kinetic it was. I could have let it slow down a little bit. Like, Boz Lerman has this dazzling sort of, ra- you know, razzmatazz and all this shit going on. And I was like, I was like, uh, but, but, um, because, you know, we, we don't get whole songs, which is fine. I, I, right. I, I, one of the things I really enjoy about this is, is showing how Elvis, when he was doing the Vegas show, how he changed the songs up. You know, he's like, do this, do that. I really like the fact that he was basically orchestrating the way the songs were done. Because it shows how much of a true or artist. what songs were going to yeah, be done. Yeah. The, and yeah, that shows how Elvis was an artist in that aspect. Um, I would, and, in, and, and getting information for this movie afterwards, mm-hmm. after watching it, and me doing my deep dive to make sure this is right, this is right, this is right. Um, a lot of it was right on the button, dude. Yeah. 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 Like, um, uh, the only thing that was a little bit different was like there's a part where. Um, the colonel was in a production booth while they were filming something, mm-hmm. and uh, and that part really didn't happen. Really, they kind of kept him out of the complete studio, like the whole studio, while right. Elvis was filming what he wanted to do. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> this was a lot. It's 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 long. It's a lot. And- it's long. It's uh, two hours and like 50 minutes or damn near close to it. It's not three hours. It was two hours, 40 minutes, two hours, 39 minutes. So it's a long movie, but I can tell you, dude, I was captivated the whole time. Uh, yeah, when, the whole time yeah. I was like, damn, 
damn. And again, Austin Butler just knocked it out of the park. If he does not get a nominee for an Oscar uh, for this movie, I would be very, very surprised. I would be, I mean, who's acted in a movie better than this this year? No one, man. No one. Uh, the, yeah. thing, the thing is also about this is that this movie does pretend it's not sucking Elvis's dick the whole time. This movie celebrating Elvis. This is not a movie. It's a biopic necessarily. It's a celebration of what Elvis did, honestly. And then, you know. Yeah. And it made it very clear to put light on the issues that Elvis went through, at least enough for us, the audience, to be like, what the fuck? They did sort of fade like, out as in, though, did they? Like, we didn't see El Fat Elvis at all. <laughs> yeah, this is, that's, oh my God, I even wrote it down. I didn't even think of to say that. Um, the only complaint I have is the fact that Austin Butler, like body wise, never put a fat suit so on. Here's the, here's the thing. I think the problem is the, not the problem. I think that boss didn't want to, but the real thing is about glitzy Elvis. He wanted to celebrate Elvis and not necessarily show his downfall. You know what I mean? That the movie was about celebration, but, but there was something his dick the whole the time. With this. Okay. this is the problem with this though, Chris. And the problem is. That people were even talking in the movie about how Elvis didn't want to leave his hotel room because of his waist size. Yeah. And then you see him in the next scene and he's still skinny. No, you, but he no, has sideburns. He, he was in the he was in the car. He didn't seem to stand no, up. No, 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 no. He got out of the car and he walked to the airplane, <sighs> still skinny Elvis, and then the next time you see him after Tom Hanks does some commentary, is him at <laughs> Uh, Honolulu, uh, Aluha, or whatever they Honolulu, or whatever they did the Elvis, uh, the the pay per view uh, or the last show, or whatever. And instead of do, remaking that, instead what they did is they use CGI to put Austin's face on Elvis's body, and then all of a sudden it cut to being just Elvis, you know, <laughs> a, a, about ten minutes later, or whatever. But that was literally three weeks later from the scene before. So, like, you're telling me in three weeks, Elvis got that fucking fat? Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen me on a weekend. That's my only complaint about this movie is, like, that just kind of took me out a little bit. But the rest of the movie, the whole movie, like, telling the life and the story of Elvis, I, I, was, I, was, I was on game, dude. It was... I mean, I wanted to go in this movie hating every moment about it, but, I mean, they even brought light to B.B. King and how he was a good friend of Elvis's. Sister uh, is that Tharp, dude. Well, sister yeah. is that Tharp, dude. Like, I mean, so many friends that Elvis had that uh, lived on to many, many years. I mean, I got to see B.B. King, like, three different times in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah. Rest in peace. You know? Uh, so this movie, it's, 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 a, it's extravagant. It's glitzy. It's got all kinds of pop, and that's not everyone's shit. This movie's a, basically, they're, you know, like I said, they're sucking Elvis' dick this whole movie, but it's a good movie. I like this movie quite a bit. I loved, actually, uh, there were parts of it that I loved. Like, anytime the Elvis yeah. was on stage, I fucking loved it. And you got rock and roll. And, and when, he got, when he went total rebel without a cause, dude, I mean. Put on that jacket, like, dude. Let's go. Put oh, on that yeah. jacket. Put on the other jacket. Let's go. You know, like, like I just to this day, to this day, the only question I have about Elvis's career, besides everything Colonel Parker mm-hmm. fucked up, was why the jumpsuits? 
He was into that, man. <laughs> I know he was into it, but why? Nobody else was really into it, were they? You're wondering, like, the open chest and all that shit? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I know it's the 70s or the early 70s, but God damn. Did he really kiss that many girls? I mean, that's what I want to know. What? He was kissing girls all, all throughout that thing. Dude, he was fucking them. Uh, open I mean, mouth and everything, dude. Open mouth and everything. He wasn't only kissing them. That dude was straight up boning all the women. Like, literally, there was a scene where Priscilla's like, I don't care about your road side chicks. Yeah. I don't care about them. What do you think about? What do you think? Like that, basically, he would look at girls and they instantly orgasm. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, like. I mean, you have no idea how good looking I was when I was twenty. Oh, were you able to look at girls and they would instantly orgasm? Is that what you do? They'd be like, yeah, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. and then you'd be like. And they're like, let me see your butthole. And you're like, all right. <laughs> you can peek at it. They would lick my butthole. It would be weird. Yeah. All right, let's get some quotes and finish this all off. Right. If you wonder who this man I am, it, I am the legendary Colonel Parker. The only thing that matters is that man get out on that stage tonight. I didn't kill him. I made Elvis Presley. He thought he was a hero, right? Right out of a comic book. What they screaming at? What do you mean what they screaming at? The wiggle. Look at the wiggle. <laughs> I promise nothing will come between us. Want to bet? The world needs to hear you sing, Elvis. Captain Marvel Jr. is my favorite superhero of all time. Elvis the Pelvis. That's the most childish name to come from an adult. The papers say I shout at my mama and smoke marijuana. Well, uh, the thing is, you do one of those things. I don't shout your mama, but you definitely smoke marijuana. What? Do you, do you shout your mama? No, I don't know. Do you, you smoke marijuana? Should punch my teeth out, dude. Uh, what? <laughs> like literally, like I mean, the woman's damn near seventy, and I still think she'd fucking knock me out. <laughs> the way you sing and move is God given, and there can't be nothing wrong with that. If you don't do the business, the business will do you. No matter what happens, though, thick and thin. You're like a father to me. Oh, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you figured science, out? dark theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recall Dr. King said rock and roll led to juvenile delinquency. When things are too dangerous to say, you have to sing them. Mm-hmm. He's right. Caught in the trap. Caught in the trap. I can't walk out. Am I the only one who think about security? There's never was a Colonel Tom Parker. Tell Colonel I want things to go back the way it was. I want you to know I will always love you. All right, man. What's your score on this? 
Uh, four point one, man. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Fucking a. Told, that's what I'm giving it to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it told the story really well. Um, Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, even though the makeup was a little fa- a little weird. <laughs> it's a weird, little man. Whatever. Tom Hanks is weird. About uh, it feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, you know, uh, besides that though, Austin Butler, man, it, it's this is like R- Rami Malek during freaking Bohemian Rhapsody. I liked him the more than that movie, Malik, honestly. No. No. This is a better movie than fucking Bohemian Rhapsody for sure. No, it isn't. Yeah, one of them. Mm, we disagree about no, that. No, it isn't. We're disagreeing about this. No. We're disagreeing. That's great. You can disagree about it. The entire world thinks differently than you, but it's okay. What is, what, mm, this is a better movie here in Rhapsody for sure. Oh, do you want me to compare box office? Do you want me to compare, uh, do you want me to compare reviews? Do you want me to compare? What do you want me to compare, Chris? No, I just told you. My opinion is that this movie's better. Yeah, your than opinion. Movie. Yeah, exactly. But the entire world thinks differently. I don't think so, man. I don't think so at all. Okay, here let's pull up. Well, the what are you getting upset about, dude? What are you? What are you so upset? You Freddie Mercury is ten times better than Elvis. I'm just, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that, that, that. I'm saying that this movie's better than the movie that that mm. Bohemian Rhapsody, in my opinion. No, no, because nobody in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody had shitty fucking makeup jobs. Uh, dude, I'm just, I'm saying to me this movie. I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not saying that that was better. That's because you just don't enjoy Queen and you enjoy Elvis. No, 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 listen. Bohemian Rhapsody is 60% Rotten Tomatoes, while Elvis has an E is 78. Oh, you mean Elvis is at 78 now before it comes out on video release? No, 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 no the, the, Bohemian Rhapsody is it, at 60%. Now. It, it's not going to go down. It's not going to go down 20%. 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 More than okay, that. we'll check you in. We'll, ch- we'll check in two years. All right, <laughs> I'll tell you that Elvis is our score. I'm putting a marker on my fucking right now. I'm putting a marker. Okay, <laughs> two years. Okay, Remind Neil me. didn't want me to say this, but he got really drunk before the podcast. <laughs> is he still kind of there? <laughs> anyway, no, I have a lovely look. Look, look, the beverage that I'm working on right now is. This is only a 10% alcohol. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Neil's so fucked up. I didn't realize this was left in my my refrigerator from a a pool party I had this past weekend. I did not know that was a 10%. No wonder I got more fucky at the end. All right. Sorry. Okay. We're on resume right now. What is the audience score for Elvis on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, seventy-eight. Ninety-four percent. Really? Yeah, yeah. People love this movie. Um, oh, because of his dong. I'm, I'm, I, I imagine. You can't be you, that confident, dude. You, you stared at the dong. I know you, you did. You can't be that confident without like a, a giant dick. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I hope to God, man. Does anybody know? Can we ask Priscilla Presley? But I mean, when they are dating, she was. Uh, oh, this is the thing too. Okay, they didn't Here's bring up how, how old young she was, but they did say her parents approved of the of him dating her. They did say that. Yeah, and he was in the army at the time and yeah. only would visit her. Yeah, like, and they wouldn't do anything. Like, yeah. they would make it very open. Her parents were and, cool with it, so we can like that makes it a little bit better. 
know? It makes it a lot better. You know why? Why? How old was Elvis when he met Priscilla? The 20, right? He was like 20. She was like 14, I think. She was 14. He was 24. That's pretty creepy still. 10 years. 10 years, Chris. That's creepy. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, moving on. What's uh, the age difference between me and my wife, Chris? But you didn't start dating when she was 14, did you? <laughs> you don't need to know that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Do we have law enforcement listening to the podcast? Uh, no, she was 19 and I was 31. See? Much, it's actually different. It's actually different. She was yeah, it's different. I, I, it's different. I mean, but the thing is, thing is, was it different back then, though, Chris? I think it was, actually. It really wasn't. Because back then, still, girls are having kids at, like, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's one story about Elvis's No, the story about Elvis's parents. Uh, uh, Elvis's dad was 17 or 16, and uh, his mother was 20, 21. What is the critic score for Elvis? Um, 81. 78%. I was close. 3% yeah, yeah. off. The thing is, I said it earlier by accident. So we're talking about the critics, the score. Uh, here's the consensus. The standard rock biopic for uh, gets all shook up in Elvis with Boz Lerman's dazzling energy and style perfectly complemented by Austin Miller's outstanding lead performance. All right, guys. That's Elvis. Neil gave it a 4.1. Elvis is the shit, dude. Me, me and you gave it a 4.1. We like this movie. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. Um, Elvis was a good movie. Um, Elvis the artist. I mean, if you like his songs, you like his songs. Um, he didn't do anything original ever. But he still gave us plenty of songs that all made us shake our hips, do a little dance, make a little love. And get down tonight. I mean, we'll, we'll do they be saying that when they do the Bee Gees movie? <laughs> so, well, no, we won't. Um, anyway, that was uh, Casey and the Sunshine. Yeah, band, I know. But I know. Anyway, uh, all right. So, um, next week we're doing Revealer and the Black Phone. Uh, mm-hmm. and so once I can't wait to talk about Revealer too. I love that movie so much, and I love the dudes that made Revealer. It's on Shutter. Revealer on Shutter, and um, Black Revealer Phone, which is in theaters on Shutter. Shutter. You can find us on movies on Sun.net or on, on Facebook.com. I'm going to mute you, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> you can find us on movies. I'm muting you right now. <laughs> get through this. You can find us on movies on Sun.net or on Facebook.com. Such movies on podcast or on Twitter. And do this podcast on Instagram. And do this podcast. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com. Such movies on Suck. Uh, we also have Bellfire.com. You'll find shirts with their faces on it, our name, and also the stuff that Neil's made. Uh, and you email us at infomovies.net or movies.podcast.gmail.com. And we're all pleased to find podcasts where you can find podcasts that have movies that don't suck. What do we do for small businesses, pal? I had to close my eyes when I was doing yeah, this, by the way. What? I had to close my eyes when I was doing this. So I, didn't. I, know, I know I saw <laughs> If you got a small business or a business that just needs some advertisement, let us know. Just mark us, email us, message Chris personally to his cell phone number, which is hey 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 now nine one what <laughs> that's not that but you're already wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, make sure to let us know, and we'll be more than happy to advertise you on the podcast. We'll be very professional about advertising your yeah. company. Yeah, it won't be as drunk as we'll he is right unprofessional. now. <laughs> we'll be unprofessional about everything else we do during the podcast, because that's why we do it. Mm-hmm. You good? I mean, can you come over and, like, massage my buttocks? That's another episode of Movie Someone Suck and Some Dude. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. I remember, guys, no matter what you're doing out in the world, no matter what you're doing in the universe, remember, if you shake the hips, sing a little rock and roll, you can become just as popular as Elvis Aaron Presley. Have a good night. Good night.